Welcome to another installment of Show to Be with Mike G, the show of life, the show of tradition, the show of lobster fishing and Lafroig. Let's just consider it Lafroig week here at the show. Today's guest is the amazing distillery manager, master distiller, the guy who does it all, Mr. John Campbell of Lafroig. He was recently in town pairing some brisket with some peated scotches. Those Lafroig marks are incredible. I am always going back to sip on Laura, and we had a chance to sit down and talk about his life and what Lafroig has meant to this gentleman who's lived on Isla his entire life. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this great chat with John Campbell of Lafroig. known him for 13, 14 years. So really? Yep, we've done events all around the US for yeah, that amount of time and just, no, just an amazing guy. I mean, he's really passionate about what he does, really loves the brand yeah. and loves what he does and loves educating. He loves the crowd too, I reckon. Yeah, no, absolutely. He, he does, gets, right? He gets, uh, he gets a kick out of that. Uh, and, no, it, it can be it can be amazing sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. He, uh, you know, as a, that, that was one of the things I thought was really cool because I didn't realize he was an actor. Yes. When it ends. His delivery of the toast. Yes. Is like a Sir Lawrence Olivier soliloquy it's beautiful <laughs> right it just he, the way he does this stuff but you know as a fisherman from isla born and raised does this come naturally to you to in a sense hey. perform on stage i don't see it as performing i just see it as doing what i do yeah uh, the whiskey talks for itself and it's all about the whiskey it's not i would say it's not about me yeah but i realize that people want to hear from me and people want to hear Stories from me, anecdotes from me about the brand, just what I do, how I create whiskies, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I, I try and impart my character onto that. And uh, yeah, so. So, yeah. you know, because there's the, the work in the lab, right? So at the distillery, there's work to be done and the strategy there. But then there's also this social element. Do you prefer one over the other being on the road or being in, in the distillery no i like i like the the contrast and i like the scope i like it's it's to me it's hugely important to speak to consumers yeah uh and in lots of ways in lots of ways it's good fun I, like you meet just so many cool people uh doing amazing things in their own lives as well so yeah. uh I think the social interaction I do like uh, putting myself out there is probably uh, I can do it, and sometimes it, it comes naturally, but not sure. all the time. I would say I'm kind of more reserved than uh, 
Simon might be as well. And so, yeah, no, it, it, sometimes it just happens, though. I don't yeah. know what it's like. And it just, and you, it, dep- it depends. I feed, I'm kind of like a mirror, I guess. I feed yeah. off the crowd in front of me. It's, so good, it's a good thing, right? It's kind of like a volley in tennis. You yeah. know, I serve, you serve back. Yeah, That's no, kind of what gives you some energy, right? Yeah, no, and if I feel the audience want that, and it's, it's different every country you go to as well. So of course. In the US, you generally will get more energy, uh, and in maybe somewhere like Germany, they'll just want data. They it's don't want jokes, like that, they right? don't want fun, they don't want to be entertained, they just want data, and technical data, and that's how they feel so yeah everywhere's different we're all we're all unique in our own ways i guess so when you go back to thinking about your skill set your talents yep are numbers better for you or is the message and connecting with people is that something you're better at oh tough no i know numbers are important but like uh i'd rather connect with people yeah it's a little bit warmer right yeah, and it's just more rewarding. Numbers are important, and we need to make sure we are fiscally responsible. But like <laughs> yeah. that's that's not that's not fun. It's not. Well, that, you don't sitting down and having a drama with ten year old with somebody who loves Lafroig as much sure. as you do. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, when's the last time you enjoyed drinking a Lafroig, working out a spreadsheet? It's not quite the same. No, it's more after you've done a spreadsheet, <laughs> you've a Lafroig, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit laborious, a little bit taking yeah. the piss out of no, it. No, 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 yep. Well, you know, one of the things, and I, I've had the, the privilege of interviewing many of the folks in Isla. Alan Logan comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're really, yep. really good dude. Yep, And absolutely. You know, he waited for an opportunity to work at a distillery. Is that a rite of passage in Isla? Is that the ultimate role? Because it's it's... There are a few thousand people in Isla. It's not a massive place. No, that's true. Hey. Is, it, is that the ultimate gig, what one would hope for and strive for, to work at a distillery? Yeah, if you don't want to leave the island. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and it's, it's, it's just an amazing thing. It's a, it's a very rewarding thing in so many ways for so many people on the island. Uh, Aye, and just the, the reach of these brands, people see that. They see these people coming from all around the world to yeah. their island, and it's it's amazing. It's it's a it's just, it's just a powerful thing. It's a very it powerful thing. Yeah. Well, to think that there's no other place in the world that tastes like this, you know, that's a truly romantic thing and a truly remarkable thing. You could try to make, pe- you know, there's lots of peated whiskey in North America, which is lovely. Yep. But it will never, ever taste the same as it does in Isla. No, and Isla's got its own cachet, definitely. Uh, probably something we've all worked hard on as well, as just as an island, as much as anything else. Yeah. So, uh, When you come to the island, people should be very similar. I mean, yeah, it's people, so you will have variances in... in behavior but generally everyone is so welcoming and so open and yeah. uh, really nice on Isla I feel as well. It, I, 
everybody I've met, all the folks from Bookladdy, Ardbeg, Dr. Bill, one of my favorite people, right? as you as you, a cheeky guy, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, I know him well. Yeah, they're it's such a loving, accepting community of people. Absolutely, it's 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 a huge industry, but it's a small industry, and yeah. everyone kind of knows everyone. And I, like, I, yeah, I know all these people you're talking about. They'll know me, and it's just. It's a family. It's, a, yeah. it's very much kind of feels like a family. Which I think is really important because then the whiskey's better. It's all about whiskey. You, you, you talk about people and you talk about regions and you talk about that, but for, for deep down, for all of us, it's about supporting each other. Mm-hmm. And that, that really doesn't happen in many industries that I can think of. And... I kind of remember one of the co- first conversations I had with a, a very kind of senior guy, Jim uh, McEwen, mm-hmm. and he came to me and he says, look, John Lefroy comes first, no doubt. Isla comes second, Scotland is third. Wow. And that's just the way it is, he says. Yeah, that's amazing. No, and it is, it is true, and that's kind of what I've passed down to people as well, and it's just like, yeah, your own brand is important, but you don't put down another brand to get a sale of your brand. You you up your brand and you up the industry and you up Isla and you up Scotland. Rising tides raises all ships, right? Yeah, that kind absolutely. Of philosophy. That's exactly how the industry works. Because it, I've definitely noticed that with Isla, but there are other industries as like agave, for instance, which, you know, I won't know specifics, but I've noticed there's a very much an absence of camaraderie. Is there? Yeah. It's okay. very, very interesting and a stark contrast. No, and it if you take that attitude in our industry generally you won't last long perfect exactly no it the greater good we've got and it's it's the greater good is always the most important yeah agreed be nice if the world took that attitude just now as well i mean wouldn't that be nice if it was isla out everybody learned from isla and well the uh, I, uh, yeah uh, yes yeah no yes uh, <laughs> but i think it like you just have to be who you are. So yeah. if you're a McAllen or a Glenlivet, you just are who you are. Yeah. And you're, they're amazing whiskies too. I think Isla is just what Isla is. A lot of people love that flavour. Uh, and a lot of people now, all over the industry, do peated whisky because of Isla's success Right. as well. Yeah. If anything, it's, what is it? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Which is yeah. a, not a bad place to be. No, it's good. And it's, it's the industry itself in a great place just now, so yeah. that's good. So for you, you know, Isla, native, born and raised, what kind of upbringing? So what did your folks do? What kinds of industries? Were they in the whiskey industry as well? Uh, no. Uh, my mum worked in the, in the school as a, like a kitchen assistant, mm-hmm. and my dad was a like a farmer, so oh, what uh, yeah, what crops? Yeah. Barley or no, dairy? Sh- sheep, sheep, sheep farmer. Yeah. So yeah, he did he did sheep farming. So what what's the word for the sheep herders? Shepherd. There we go. Yeah, that's shepherd. a very noble profession. Yeah, nice. yeah, he and it's kind of it's, it's there's there's probably three main professions on Isla. You've got farming, you've got whiskey, yeah, and then you've got fishing. So fishing mainly for shellfish as yeah, well of course lobster in your case right? lobster 
crab or scallop. So do langoustines there too? Yes. 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 But just a beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful it's all kind of all sorts of shellfish. Yeah. So did you ever get? I, gr- I grew up in a lot of different towns. Okay. My father moved. We moved a lot because of his work. Yep. And a lot of people that you know military and stuff. The same kind of thing. Yes. Isla's not big. There aren't a whole lot of people compared no. to let's just say Austin. No. Did you ever get the wanderlust to go travel and to go explore just so you could sow those oats? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, I do like to travel. I do like to see uh, everything else. I want to. I still got so much I need to see and do around this planet but no no Isla is pretty it's it's it was very it's satisfying up, it, no it is it's up there with uh, any place I've ever been or seen and like for example we're in Austin Austin's really cool I really like Austin uh, and I really like Seattle in the US oh, yeah. they're just different they're very very different to most US cities uh, and, I, and I like being in them uh, and that's no disrespect to the other cities no, it's just, that's just the ones I prefer it suits me and kind of the, the things I like I probably like a wee bit more it'll be definitely more cultural in Austin yeah. and then Seattle is just more kind of outdoorsy so well very similar weather to some extent right? yeah, it's kind yeah. of great well, a little breezy well today it's yeah, exactly Austin, like that yeah, it's warmer in Scotland yeah. than in Austin today first day we've had in the 50s for months yeah you know no. so you feel right no home. every day is in the 50s in yes. Scotland yeah, so. in a way yeah. I'm envious but it's difficult no no it's like I, yeah I like the heat as well but no, it's, it's, it's always good to travel it's always good to learn I feel that anyway and it's, it's good to keep your mind open yeah. and be open to new experiences in this past over 25 years now with Lefroig, do you feel you're in a different place than when you started? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, experience is an amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could have it when you're 20. That's right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, you've just learned. You've learned over the last 25 years. So, hopefully, I'm more rounded individual and uh, just a more rounded person, a more rounded uh colleague yeah. what colleague all these things so hopefully improving yeah certainly less mistakes do you a uh, family man yes you yep. children in the, like? four boys oh wow how hard is it leaving them behind when you're yeah. going to travel it's yeah no it's it is it is undoubtedly it is but it's something you know you have to do Right. It's just it goes with the territory. If you're going to become a distillery manager, if you're going to sign in that line, you have to do a bit of travelling. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. It's it goes with the territory. And so four four boys is enough to take care of a household too. That's a lot of that's a lot. Yeah, of well, yes, <laughs> should be. <laughs> yeah. Boys are lazy. Though. They can be. They can be lazy. That's true. So like yeah, uh, so yeah. No, they're good kids. Good kids. I'm lucky. I'm yeah. lucky as well. So this opportunity, <coughs> if I understand it, you're 24, 25, something like that. The opportunity to work for a distillery comes about as you were fishing, you know, a fisherman. Yes. Was no, that's correct. Yeah, 24. Uh, yeah. 24, I think, right? Yep. 
is that just like a mind-blowing thing? You said, no, I have to take it. No matter what, I've got to go work uh, at this distillery. It was, more, it was targeted by me, really. Yep. So I was making nice money as a lobster fisherman. I was doing well. Uh, and then had to basically attempt to get a mortgage. I wanted to buy a house. So went to the bank and they says, nope, you'll need to get a steady job. So the only way to get a steady job was to go to work in a distillery. So the mo- uh, One of the most steady in- industries in the whole island, right? Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, probably most secure. Regular payments was the thing the bank manager wanted. Yeah. So took a pay cut of half, went to work in Lefroig, and then through just different times, uh, people kept trusting me, people kept giving me more responsibility, and before you know it, uh, just just under 12 years later, I'm the distiller. I mean, it's a pretty interesting journey. Yeah. Pretty quick, too. Yeah, no, and I was the assistant distiller for a long time as well, so I got to be an assistant distiller within five years, really quick. Oh, and wow. Then took me a further six to get to be the distillery manager or well, when master you, distiller. When you started, because we're talking just over 25, it's like tw- more like 27 years ago now, something like that? No, uh, 25? Yep, yep. So, so then in two, uh, 1994, is that correct? Yep. I'm not so good at math. Yes, November 94. Yeah. And well, then August 99, distillery manager. Oh, there you go. And then January 2006. What was, because now we know Lafroig as one of the greatest whiskeys in the world. Yep. And it's had plenty of press in a different kind of way yes. about Pete and stuff. But at that time, what did you see the reception of globally for Lafroig? What kind of brand was it to you? Uh, I I think it's a lot of what people see now. It stays true to itself. It is what it is. Uh, Laphroaig is very... It's it's, it's an old brand. It's it's been a single malt for a long time. It knows who it is. It's comfy when it's shoes. It's welcoming. It's friendly, uh, I would say, as well. And... I don't know. It's kind of like your grandpa. It's just It knows who it is. Comfy in its shoes, and yep, bring it on. You want to sit at the pub with it and just have yeah, a chat, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. been there, kind of thing. Yeah, no, I would say so. That's how Lafroig feels to me, and I think that's how it feels to consumers as well. I think so. Yeah. So I love Pete, and in fact, the applications of Pete are, and there's so many of them. And today, of course, you're in Austin, you're in Texas, and we have Pete smoked brisket. Makes perfect sense. How do you feel about that, seeing it and tasting it in a different way? this fundamental flavor of the whiskey you make. No, it was really tasty. It was <laughs> yeah. really tasty uh, and really good to do. And it must have confused the, is it the pit master? Yeah, the pit master. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it must have confused him, but uh, he should be delighted with his work. Wonderful result. Yeah, in the unbelievable. Good unbelievable. salt with the, br- I mean, this really was something that I'm going to say, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. This was the last meal of the day. I don't need anything after this. Yes, so no, that's very true. rewarding. Yep. Well, what do you think about? So this brisket was delicious. But what do you think about people capitalizing on people's reactions and sometimes unfavorable reactions to Pete? Because you know what I'm talking about. There's yeah. plenty of videos. I 
I've embraced it and I quite love the flavor of it. All the Isla distillers. But how do you feel about that when people are like, oh, peat is just a joke. Peat is just this thing that no one likes. It's just smoke. Yeah, well, everyone's different. We're all made of the same materials. We're all different. We, we embrace that. And uh, if, if you've ever seen our Opinions Welcome campaign, we actually promote it. Yeah. That you don't need to like us. We are who we are. As I said, we're comfy in our shoes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we amuse the people that do drink Laphroaig with these adverts as well. Yeah. So, so you take it, you basically yeah. take, take it as power. Yeah, sense, well, right? it's just like it is what it is. Yeah, not everyone will like Laphroaig. It's a very, it's a strong flavor, so it's gonna, it's gonna evoke emotion or opinion in people. So, it's yeah, it's just one of those things. It's not everyone's gonna like it. Yeah, not everyone likes too much flavor or like concentrated flavor. You know, I once heard Mr. Dan Kroll, who worked for Ardbeg for a long time, really good friend of mine, and he said, you know. The reason people don't like peat is because our bodies are not programmed to allow you to ingest it. It is a poison of something. It's something that we reject. And so once you can get past that reflex of saying, no, not for me, not for me, this is burnt or whatever, then you truly get to experience the beauty of peat. For you, was that ever a problem or was peated whiskey always something that was just second nature for you? Yeah, no, Second nature, uh, I would say. Wouldn't say that it was all. I, I always knew about it and always understood it. Yeah. Wouldn't say that it was easy at the beginning either for me mm-hmm. uh, and for my personal experience. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's become. It's just become part of it's, it's not as f- it's funny to think of it like this, it actually. is right like to yeah, go, i don't know going back tw- yeah you'd be a little, a little longer let's say like 30 years yeah you know was yeah, it something that we could really comprehend the way we know I, I understood it maybe didn't uh, fully appreciate it i guess yeah. is the best way in my early 20s but now it's just like it's just something i need in a drink that's it's just yeah it's something that I don't even think about. It's just yeah. just require it. Do you, do you watch movies often? Yeah, no, sometimes I can, yep. Have you ever seen No Country for Old Men? Sammy Lee Jones? Yeah, I think so, yep. Once you first watch, and this, this could be many movies, but once you first, you watch it one time, and you're like, I'm scratching my head over here, right? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I'm the, it's not connecting with me. You watch it a second time, and you're like, yeah, no, it's better third time like oh now i get it this makes sense and for me pete is a slow burn you have to be introduced to it just a little bit at a time but then once you kind of get it it is intensely rewarding that's probably the way it worked for me too as well it would be it would be the slow burner the slow burner yeah it's i understood it and i knew it was going to taste that way so i was ready yeah at least but it was still like Nope, need to go back, need to go back, just <laughs> try, uh, so yeah, no, good. With the four boys, is there any expectation that they will continue the tradition of whiskey making? Uh, it's, it's not so easy in the UK, you've got uh, 
Oh, you've got like there's laws against you actually employing. Oh, is that own. right? Yeah. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's conflict of interest laws. So it's not so easy for my sons to follow in my footsteps. Really? So yeah. So if I basically employed my son, then it would be seen as conflicting the interest. So. Oh, I had no yeah, idea. We're, we're very proper in the UK with our laws. Which is good and bad. We're pretty improper here in the States, well. but we get some things right now and again. Well, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. So I'm based in the UK. I have to follow the UK laws. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's very, it's, very It's, it's easier to employ somebody else than one of my sons. Wow. So thinking about the lineup that we tasted today, we tasted quarter cask, we tasted lore which to me is one of the greatest achievements yet and in a permanent addition to the line. I favorite's not the right question to ask you, but does lore, to me, it feels like a really big accomplishment of balance and age and all of the diversity that you can get through any of the individual Lafroig marks. Is that kind of intentional? That it's like the all-in-one Lafroig, if you could? Yes, it probably is, but... Uh just through a different angle. So we wanted to make a really rich Laphroaig, uh, one really, really full of flavor, uh, and just slightly, w- with slightly older whiskies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, it's, it's, I feel it's worked out well also. Uh, I'm really happy with how that's done. I, and just the the way it's been received as well, because it was, Lord was originally just going to be a stopgap for three or four years. That's what I was on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's now, it's pretty popular. So, uh, I mean, I think I think it would be. You never know, but it, I think it would be folly to take it away. I mean, people are cheering. You, you know, they expect to hear that one song when you're playing live. You gotta play the hits. No, that's, that's true. You that's know, true. and I think yeah, Laura's no, no, become absolutely. a hit in the the portfolio for no, sure. Okay. Yep. No, I understand that. Yeah, yep, I understand that. And then every year. Yep. Uh, Carriages or carches? A uh, carches. 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 This year is. Uh, what is this year's release? I had it the other day, but I can't it's remember. It's a cask strains triple wood. There we go. Yep. Is yeah, that give you? Do you feel like you get a little bit of chance to be creative every year? When kind of prepare, like last year was Fino, which is a really interesting flavor profile with Pete. Yeah, no, it's it's completely different every year. Normally, my job is keeping everything right and following the following the rules, following yeah. the standards say, for the ten, the quarter, lower. Once, because once you've basically once you've created that recipe. You repeat, repeat, repeat. Of course, yeah. yeah. So with Karchus, there's not been a repeat at all. Uh, so it allows us to show just Laphroaig from different angles, uh, introduce different flavors, uh, different ages, different cast types. So, and people generally love that. They get, and it has been very popular so far. It's somewhat limited, yeah. uh, roughly just. Just over thirty thousand bottles produced wow. per annum, so it's a smaller batch, maybe about eighty to hundred barrels yeah. in the batch. So, yeah, no, it's it's I'm generally happy with how it turns out. That's probably the one I worry about the most. Uh, 
just because it's, it's going to be different. And, well, and people are going to be really focused on it too. Yeah, right? yeah no, absolutely. It's one of our biggest marketing events of the year from yeah. a business point of view as well, the, the annual release. So it's, it has to be right. It it's has right. to be right. Yeah. Does it at least give you, when you make the same thing, because you have to, to your point, consistency is really key. Yeah. In the 10-year lore and all of that. Yep. And having this one-off chance to kind of create something from scratch in a sense, do, do you thrive on that too, the ability to create new things? Or is it... No, absolutely. I think I do. I think I'm, I can be quite creative uh, as well. Uh, more, probably more and more with experience as yeah. well. Once I kind of... I know Lefroy now just like the back of my hand. I know everything and all the things that makes it tick, yeah. what doesn't make it tick, what we need to do, uh, how it can be in a lot of ways as well now. That's the good thing this experience gives you. Yeah. But as, as, much, as much in life as in whiskey, you just learn how, how to manage things better. Absolutely. The older you get. So I've got a couple questions left to worry. You know, the folks that come in from, like I said, the, the guys from Adam came in from Brook Laddie. Yep. Lo, Alan came in. Dr. Bill came in. Yeah. I've had just a fucking hoot, to be honest, like hanging out with these guys and being able to sit this whiskey with the creators and everything, you know? But thinking about you is somewhat, uh, thinking that, I asked this question of all my guests. and Yep. Let's say you're drinking Lefroig Lore. It's a, yes. We're anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter. Okay. And you can have a conversation with anybody, living or deceased. Who might you like to just sit down and have a conversation with? Oh. It changes from season to season, day to day. So Probably. It definitely does. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's hard. I'm probably going to go with my grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I knew him, but he he, would, he he left too soon. So I want I want to know more about him. I want to like just have a conversation with him. Share a dram too. Yeah, no, and it, it's I kind of did think about maybe inspirational people and who that, but no, it probably turns down to family. I think for me, that's the that's the fuel that keeps me going. So that's. That's the stuff I would want to know. Yeah. Was your father a Scotch fan? Is, was? Yes. No, he, he worked. My grandfather and my father both worked at Lefroy. Oh, is that right? As well. For a short period, my dad hated it. Yeah. Absolutely hated it. Just not for him yeah. at all. My grandfather stayed there for a while. And I've probably stayed the longest out of the three of us. So, yeah. No, we've got the th- three generations. So, yeah. Just, uh, I. That's the guy I'd want to speak to yeah. over a whiskey. It's incredible. So I know you've got more events. You guys arrived about five hours late last night. So, of course, you got to make that time up here. Yeah, no, we're trying at hardest. Just, you were doing very well. There was the, how was the class last night? It's yeah, it was really good, nice. good. Uh, the biggest ever, seemingly. So yeah. that was good. Uh, so, yeah, no, and great welcome in Austin as well. Yeah. Great welcome. People really friendly, really want to know and want to learn. So that's. That's amazing for me. Absolutely. This will be the last question for you, but knowing that it was a massive gathering of people, 
defying all odds in a sense, you know, because Laphroaig is popular among peated whiskeys, but to know that so many people can kind of be bonded together. Do you have a sense of pride in the fact that in whatever capacity, in whatever little way you helped bring these people together? It's like self-reflection in a sense. Yeah, no, it is, it is. And so the cogs are turning pretty hard inside the brain just now. I've never actually thought of it like that. But it it does, it does. But, you know, it's brought us together right now. Yeah. If it wasn't for whiskey, we wouldn't be talking today. So, whiskey makes everything better. Yeah. Uh, And maybe it's, it is, it's a family and an extended family and I know, like I've met so many amazing people all around the world through whiskey uh, it's yeah no it is it's amazing it is and I don't know I, even people that maybe can't drink Laphroaig know Laphroaig and still respect Laphroaig as well so uh, just just for what because it is what it is so, yeah. and it's true to what it is so I think yeah, it's, it's the power of whiskey is an amazing thing. It is. It is. It's an amazing thing. And all we can do is keep marching forward and keep talking about it, keep drinking, and keep being passionate. Yeah, because right? it it won't stop. So we shouldn't either, and we should be supporting it, managing it, and making sure that it's uh, delivered correctly as well. It's just so that the next generation take as care of it as we have. Mm-hmm. So that's that's important too. Three generations in, I'm one. I'll work on a second if you work on a fourth. Yeah. Well, I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> I've got four boys. So. <laughs> John, it's been just a pleasure chatting yeah, with you. Yeah, no, man. absolutely. Great to chat. Thanks so much for taking the time out and Godspeed on the rest of your travels here. Okay. okay, thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, Mike. So there we have it, Mr. John Campbell. What do you guys think? You talk about tradition, humility, a man who knows everything about the production of Laphroaig and sharing a great dram with them. What a pleasure, and I hope to see more people drinking peated scotch. I hope to see people drinking more Laphroaig. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter which peated dram you're thinking of sipping next, might I suggest an older Laphroaig, how they so mellow out with age, or if you're thinking today might be just a little too busy to get everything done, please... Keep dancing.